Studios in Spartanburg, South Carolina. Gentlemen, start your engines. Impex Pre-Owned presents Start Your Engines. Find your next car, truck, or SUV at Impex Pre-Owned on Asheville Highway in Boiling Springs and ImpexPreOwned.com. Here's your racing team for today. Show producer, Ronnie Black. Author and veteran motorsports journalist, Deb Williams. Local action from winning car builder and owner, Alan Hill. Former NASCAR team manager and author, Greg Moore. And now, here's your host for Start Your Engines. Racing historian and author, Perry Allen Wood. And good morning and welcome to Start Your Engines on a cloudy Saturday morning. And, you know, for the first time in I don't know how long, everybody she na- he named is here, except Deb Williams, and we'll talk to her later. Welcome back, Ronnie. Lord, it's good to be back. It's been over a year since, since I've been in the studio. I know. And it, it feels strangely wonderful. Ronnie's got a nice full head of hair there and uh Looking real good, Ronnie. Well, I have been to the barbershop in over a year. <laughs> okay. And uh, Greg, welcome. Good morning. Well, I've been needing to go to the barbershop about eight years ago. But, <laughs> in, but anyway, it, it's so neat to see Ronnie up here. And, and uh, you know, with all this, this COVID stuff and everything. But it, it's a beautiful day in some ways somewhere anyway i hope they're not getting uh rain on in richmond too much I, I didn't look the forecast but i'm just thrilled the fact that we're all here it is a full a house time. we got a full house and we got us over here alan hill good morning alan good morning i went to the barbershop tuesday morning <laughs> <laughs> but well, i'm glad to see ronnie back in the, sh- in the show here i'm gonna say something here and we're not on television so these guys here can either Say it's the truth or it's not, but I'm pretty sure I'm the oldest one. No, we're the same age, Ronnie and I. I'm a, I'm a few months younger. I won't be 69 until December. Okay. Well, I've got the least gray hair. That's my point. That's true. And, uh, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I forgot to wear my hat, and uh, Alan had never seen my head before. He didn't. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I contribute that to uh, drinking bourbon. I think it goes to my hair. I know it goes to my head. But it must go to my hair, too, and keep it kind of dark-colored. Well, you know, at the first part of the show, I just kept looking at Perry, which, you know, we all look at Perry to get the signals because he's looking at the clock and commercials and all this stuff. And I kept thinking when he put his headset on, I said, something's different. <laughs> something does look different. He's lost weight. He's gotten better looking or uglier or older or younger or something. But something A bunch wrong. of those are true. Well, I mean, it, it, you didn't really look bad. But I could tell it was different. Well, I tell you, hat, but, but you back to normal now. You got a nice hat on. And well, I got my Marlins hat on today to piss off all the Braves fans here. There you go. And because uh, they took three out of four, and Dadgum near swept them this week. So uh, once again, for all you Braves fans, uh, the Marlins—that's the team that's won two World Series since the last time y'all did. So anyway, this is a racing show, so we'll get off baseball and. Uh, and all this other stuff. And, um, Alan, that was a pretty good race last week when, uh, oh, um, Ronnie didn't get to pick a Truex. So I'm sure he would have. I think you did that on purpose. Well, we, Ronnie and I went back and forth where we, whether or not we were going to 
do the picks, and I just said, well, there's no show. Let's just not try to... I didn't want to try to round everybody up, but uh, Truex uh, got out front, and he was gone. Yeah, I think he was just sitting back there biding his time. Didn't really want to show his hand up front. Kind of like David Pearson used to back yep. in the day. Because uh, if he'd have went up there in the middle of the race and showed what he had, then the 11 car would have started making changes. Could have made his better. Then he'd had to race the 11 car a little bit harder. So... He, uh, well, he, I, I think he hit the nail on the head when we were talking earlier before we came on the air that if if he had gone up and passed early, then they would have started changing. Yep. And I mean, that's and well, everybody else would have gotten better. They didn't know he was better than they were. I was kind of hoping they'd take each other out. <laughs> well, he, uh, he, teammates. he passed him good and clean. Uh, yeah, I know he what, did. What I could get over is there's a couple of teammates back there that was kind of rubbing and racing and... Uh, but these two guys, they just, like he said after the race, uh, I passed him like I was supposed to pass him. Yeah. And and like we, were, we were also talking, he was just driving around people. Oh, yeah. He, he wasn't really setting them up and, and making a, a, a tactical advantage. He'd just drive around you. Kind of looked like Chase Elliott did whenever he had to get into the chase. Right. I mean, he just, he had a dominant car. And, I mean, it showed. And when you got that kind of car up underneath you, it, it makes you look awful good. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was uh, it was on the shortest track they run on, short and flat. And once again, weather played a factor with the with the uh, Xfinity guys, and they had to end up uh, running on the at noon before the uh, before the Cup race. Before the Cup race ran at at four o'clock on Sunday, so. Uh, Having some real trouble with weather here lately. Well, it's we springtime. Well, we had a little weather, you know, move through last Saturday, and it kind of canceled out Cherokee Speedway, kind of canceled out Harris Speedway. But uh, we did get in a little bit of local racing last night. We got Carolina Speedway got in, and we got Travers Rest got in. So we got a little bit of results for later on. All right. Well, we will let you uh, we'll let you do your part at uh, eleven twenty, and the. Uh, I, I kind of at a loss here because uh, I had some computer work done with uh, actually with uh, Spectrum came in and changed me over from residential to no, business uh, to residential. from business to residential and it screwed up my wireless printer, you know. And so I usually come in here with about three reams of paper to read, and I don't have any today. And I've got all these screens stacked up on my phone trying to do it that way. Well, my wireless printer, I don't know about yours, but I can look at it wrong and something will mess up. Well, I, then I won't get you to come over and fix mine. Because <laughs> I, I was sort of thinking about it. But, uh, no, we'll, uh, I'll suffer through it. But we did have the, also the Xfinity guys race last week and had a new winner there that I want to get uh, Deb to tell us a little bit about. And that's Josh Berry. Now, Josh uh, drives for JR Motorsports, Jr., and um, I think they met about 10 years ago online, racing online. And, um, boy, he was one happy guy when he got out of that car. And Jeremy Clements did not have the greatest of finishes. Um, he came in 14th, but he held on to ninth in the point standings and actually padded it a little bit. And he's only just a, a few points from uh, from the guys in front of him, so he he could move up there pretty quickly. Yeah, he had a good race going, but then right there at the end, whenever it got time for him cautions and stuff like that, yeah. things just kind of, you know, if you get caught in that outside line yeah. and can't get down, 
you'll lose three or four positions right off the bat. And uh, something about that racetrack, uh, you know, don't get me wrong. I saw, you know, whenever there's choosing, the leader would always take the inside. Second would take the outside. Something about that second starting on the outside pole coming off that second turn going down the back straightaway. He could actually get down, but none of the rest of the guys could. Yeah. And well, I mean, that's... Uh, you never figured out why. Well, I mean, uh, you know, if you started on the outside pole, which everybody drivers want an outside front row or inside front row, but I just couldn't figure out because it looks like the third place man would have closed that gap up, but something about that outside line... Just being able to get back in the gate, not having a car in front of you, I think it is. That, that helps. That, that helps. <laughs> um, another thing that helped Jeremy make a not-so-spectacular finish better was that um, his stage finishes. He was in. Uh, uh, he had a decent stage finish in all but the last one, but uh, he finished uh, seventh. He finished seventh in the first stage and. One, two, three, four, fifth in the first in the second stage. So uh, those points add up, and Jeremy's never gotten those points before. Yeah. And this year he's getting them, and um, I am looking at the standings now, and Jeremy is ninth, and he is uh, one point out of eighth, which would be Justin Allgaier, and he's eight points out of seventh, which is Myatt Snyder. And he is 10 points out of sixth, which is Almondinger. So he's in a real good position to move up. He is. And he's got a week off. Right. And uh, uh, as far as the 10th place, which is Brandon Jones, the guy who uh, um, seems to be a thorn in his side. No, yeah, that's, that's the kid that's, out of Simpsonville. Yeah, right? that's, no, no, no. That's, uh, what is that guy's name out of Simpsonville? He's driving at number 15. Uh, I'll tell you in just a second. But what I was going to say is Brandon Jones is... Uh, He's 11 points behind Jeremy. So Jeremy's got a bunch of them close to him that he can, he can pass, I think, pretty soon in the standings. And, the, uh, and, and he can... Um, Everything's close enough. We'll get yeah. a big shakeup. Yeah. And the Colby Howard is who you're thinking about. Oh, okay. And he, uh, he finished next to last. So that's pretty much your uh, Xfinity uh, run down there. And, of course, we do that in depth because of Jeremy. And, you know, coming up pretty soon here... He's uh, going to have us, I think, as us and maybe Spartan Waste. I, I'm talking through the top of my hat here. I'm not exactly sure. But we're going to be either co-main sponsor or primary sponsor or something like that, I think, coming up at Darlington. Okay. Now, I could be wrong about that, but it's yeah. coming up somewhere, and I believe it's Darlington. I'm not sure. And got a bunch of road course races. Bunch so, of road course races? And, I mean, that plays in. He hasn't dug himself into a whole... At the beginning of the season, nope. this is the best, you know, start he's had. And if he can just finish off this year, you know he's going to be in the playoffs. Well, I'm going to I'm gonna have to hand a lot of it to Mark Setzer, who we had on our last show two weeks yeah. ago. Mark is just doing a heck of a job. And uh, he's doing a heck of a job just to com- commute from uh, Hickory every, every morning. That's, that's a heck of a that's drive. That's awful. I mean, I did it from Charlotte, and y'all are probably tired of hearing about it, but I did it for a long time from Charlotte up, up until uh, the COVID hit. And uh, that's really my silver lining that I haven't had to make that drive. And it's, uh, he does it every day. So, well, well, I know about four guys down here It works for Joe Gibbs, and they just take turns driving their vehicles. They'll meet at one parking lot, all piling one, take off to Gibbs, and then they drive back at even. Next day, they'll take somebody else's yeah. vehicle. Now, I used- so, uh, 
that's part of it. And if you don't want to, if you don't want to move to Charlotte, you got to travel. Yeah, well, I would. Well, that, uh, that travel wouldn't be that bad were it not for Cherokee County. Yeah, well, it, it's 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 Spartanburg too. Now yeah. it's from like where Cryvac used to be, or let's just say a State Road eighty, Gosset yeah. Road, yeah. all the way to the state line. It's a mess. So anyway. But we're gearing up now. We got a bunch of stuff going on. We got the Xfinity uh, is off, but we got the trucks today at twelve thirty, I believe, or as the pre-race and one thirty for the race. And um, then tomorrow morning we've got uh, the Imola Grand Prix from uh, Imola, Italy, and uh, I'll get you the times on all these later on. And at two thirty, our 2.30, the Indy car race from Alabama comes on, the pre-race, and they race at 3.30, and the NASCAR pre-race, I think, is at 2 with the race at 3, so at a Richmond. So they're pretty much going head-to-head. And got a little bit of drag racing going on at yep. Las Vegas Speedway. And I think that maybe that's oh. why I couldn't get a hold of Bobby Bennett. <laughs> okay. He's uh, he's with that uh, one-armed, uh, you know, the one-armed monster out there that takes all your money. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. But uh, anyway, so racing is really picking up, and we will be having a lot of results from here on out. And hopefully, uh, hopefully we'll have two hours to talk about it. We're going to have a short show today, and I didn't even mention yet. Uh, yeah, we're they're cutting us twenty minutes for Presbyterian baseball, but um, we got a heck of a guest at eleven o'clock, Bobby Alice. Oh, I'm really looking forward to that. It, it's always fun to talk to Bobby. Yeah, he's, uh, I mean, <laughs> how much more legendary can you get? And, you know, really? I, I don't know anybody that doesn't like Bobby Allison. My daughter, Hannah, loves him. Yeah. But he had some big feuds, you know, back in the day with Petty. Yeah. I mean, they had one at North Wilkesboro one time where I, I think they had to get a winch or something to get them back on the trailers. But uh, they, um, you know, Bobby Allison just, uh, he's been through a lot. And he's the one that's still going. I mean, Donnie's going too, but Bobby is just, uh, what, five Southern 500s and a championship in 83 and three Daytona 500s and drove through for three different people here in Spartanburg. So uh, Bobby Allison is, um, is just somebody that I just never hear anybody say anything bad about. He's done so much and he's been through so much and he, he's still ticking. Yes, he is. And, uh Everybody knows how the weather went through Alabama last week. Uh, Red Farmer's place got yes. kind of yeah. tore up and everything. And hadn't talked to him about his, see if anything been messed up down his way. Well, we'll find out. Well, Bob, Bobby may be living in Charlotte now. I'm not sure. Maybe not. I don't know. But uh, we'll ask him where he's living. But, yeah, we had Red on last year. and we, I'm glad you mentioned him. We need to get him back because uh, I think he even had to battle COVID, didn't he? Didn't he? Uh, I, I don't know that. I, I think somebody told me that. I thought it was you. Wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Well, anyway, i tell you what let's do. Let's take our first break and come back and talk to uh, um, Alan Hill and get what's happening around here locally. He's, it's, uh, it's, not, it's not dormant. I mean, things are happening, right? Things are happening just a little bit, and uh, we're getting them all cranked up. Okay. Well, let's take a break. We'll come back. You're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports 1400 and 98.3 FM. Start Your Engines will be back after this quick pit stop on Fox Sports 1498 3 FM. 
Impex pre-owned is raising the bar in the car industry. Impex is a different kind of dealership, family-owned and operated. Jamie Nodine and his wife Rita are Boiling Springs natives and proud to be serving the Boiling Springs, Inman, and Spartanburg communities. Jamie handpicks every vehicle and posts the best prices up front at ImpexPreOwned.com. Find the car, truck, or SUV of your dreams at a price you can afford at Impex Pre-Owned. Asheville Highway, Boiling Springs. Don't just dream it, drive it at Impex Pre-Owned. For scores, high school football schedules, articles, and everything going on here at the station, download our app today. Just search Fox Sports 1400 either at the Apple Store or via Google Play now. You already know Palmetto Spirits is the place to go for wine, fine bourbons, and home bar essentials. But Palmetto Spirits is also the perfect place to pick up your favorite local craft brews like RJ Rockers, crowd-pleasing Budweiser brands, and world-famous imports like Stella Artois, Modelo, and Corona. Whether you're in search of the ideal wine pairing or the ideal gift, Jim and the staff at Palmetto Spirits will get it in your hands. Palmetto Spirits, located at the corner of Reedville and Anderson Mill Roads. Make Phillips and Long Fuel Chesney your source for propane in Spartanburg County. They offer propane for hot water heaters, cooking, and heat. They can fill your grill tank and get you ready for grilling season. Not only do they sell propane, but they sell a large variety of propane accessories such as grill tanks and other appliances that run on propane. If your propane tank is running low, call and they'll have it filled within one business day. Call them at 864-461-8511. That's Phillips and Long Fuel, located at 421 South Alabama Avenue in Chesney. Keep it here all baseball season long for the Braves, Gamecocks, and just a bit outside. He tried the corner and missed. Just a bit outside, presented by Phillips and Lawing Fuel of Chesney as a new day in time. All four. Anthony Greer and Jordan Farrell will recap all the action on the diamond after the Gamecocks wrap on Sundays. All eight. Right here on your home for local baseball coverage. Well, how can these guys lay off pitches that close? Fox Sports 1498.3 FM. Image Printing is the only shop in the upstate that prints signage, decals, banners, t-shirts, wide format printing, full color paper printing, and offers graphic design services all in-house. And now Image Printing is offering custom t-shirts with no minimum quantity. That's right. Image Printing now offers direct-to-garment printing, which means you can get your design printed on a t-shirt, whether you want one or 1,000. Visit Image Printing at 845 California Ave, across the street from the Spartanburg County Detention Center. Call 864-583-8848. So you've heard me tell you these past few months about the best snack store in Spartanburg, Colonel Time. Well, now it's even better. Try over 80. That's right, 80 different flavors of the best sweet and savory popcorn I've ever had. They've got ice cream, chocolates, gummies, rock candy, and now they've got sauces and jellies. Did I mention ice cream cakes? This place has everything, and when we want to have a movie night at our house, or reward a good report card, or just want something sweet like our favorite, the Oreo popcorn, our family goes to Colonel Time on Reedville Road. Welcome back to Start Your Engines. Ronnie, I got a job for you. Oh, okay. Find out who sing, who who plays Hysteria, because they keep giving us that every week as one of our... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Who did you say last week? You, you popped out with Pink Floyd or something, which I was impressed with, but uh, I don't think Money. that's right. Money. <laughs> yeah, well, that's... Yeah, I that, love... That was my... That's right. That's right. They did, We did have money. Okay. Well, Alan, what's going on, man? All right. We had a little bit of racing went on last night up there at Carolina Speedway. They put on a good show up there at Carolina. We're Ga- start Gastonia, off. right? Yep. All Nick right. Gastonia. Start off with the 602 late models. First place went to Dalton Wilson. 
Second place went to John Ruggiero. Third place went to Brian Mullis. Fourth went to Austin Mintz. And moving on over here to the Hornets main event. First place went to Trent Blackwell. Second went to Cody Page. Third went to Brad McManus. And fourth went to Brian Love. In the Mid-East Modified Tour, first place went to Stephen Padula. Second place went to Jesse Rocket. Third went to Chris Stowe. Fourth went to Dalton Wilson. In the Mid-East Street Stock, a big show up there. First place went to Andy Stewart. Second went to Dalton Wilson. Third went to Jesse Rocket. Fourth went to Cade Langley. And now we're going to move on over here to Traveler's Rest Speedway. Everybody knows where that's at over here off Highway 25. Uh, 602 Lake Miles. First place went to Devin Morgan. Second went to Brian Gumbles. Third went to John Price. Fourth went to Blake Deal. And the Thunder Bombers feature. Thunder Bombers main event. First place went to Grant Parr. Second went to Timmy Smith. Third went to Justin Barber. Fourth went to Jason Edmonds. Grant must be running pretty good. You're naming him about every week. He runs real good over at Travers Rest Speedway. They what? got that car set up for over pretty good. How old is he? Uh, I think he's around 18, 19. He's getting on up there yeah, in age he, now. He, I remember when he, we were... He's about 20 somewhere along in there. When we were uh, going up there and getting Norman some uh, sponsorship money for the yep. for the radio show, he was a uh, like 13 or 15 or something like that. It's been yep. that long ago. Yep. Uh, Extreme 4 Division. First place went to Bradley Williams. Second place went to Randy Hill. Third went to Dean Riddle. Fourth went to Danny Tollison. In the Renegade feature, first place went to Donnie Atkins. Second place, Wally Fowler. Oh, there he is. <laughs> there he is. He's come back. Yep. So I uh, don't know if he brought that new car. I heard he went and practiced that new car last uh, Wednesday night or Thursday night. Mm-hmm. So... If he, uh, he's broke out a new car and he'd come out there and finish second with it first time out, kind of looked at lap times and he had a good lap time in that car. So, uh, <laughs> glad to see Wally come back out there. Glad, glad to hear his name in the rundown. Yep. Third went to Michael Barbary. Fourth went to Justin Pierce. In the Pierce stock feature, first place went to Dustin Mars. Second went to Kevin <laughs> Nations. Third went to Jason McGrew. Fourth went to Dwayne Worley. In the Young Guns main event, first place went to Chase Stevens. Second went to Trenton Jamison. Third went to J.J. Coggins. Fourth went to Dale Bennett. In the Christmas Street Stock Division, first place went to Timmy Smith. Second went to Jesse Wall. Third went to Lee Higston. Fourth went to Roger Gilliam. In the Thunder Bomber Futures, first place went to Grant Burton. Second went to Scott Hendricks. Third went to Heath Henderson. Fourth went to Stetson Todd. Also got to mention this. We had a, we was not on the show last week. Right. So, uh, text you about it before. Right. We had a death in uh, our racing family. Andy Madison. Mm-hmm. Racer for a long time. And uh, done a lot for dirt track sports racing around here. And uh, everybody knows him. I mean, you know, all you had to do is say Madison, and his name automatically come up. Been racing for years and years. Did you say uh, you had some connection with Bud Moore? Uh, his uh, daddy, uh, Jimmy Madison, mm-hmm. he worked for Bud Moore for a long time. Okay. and uh, But uh, Jimmy got killed in a house fire, 
Yes. Heard he was at the racetrack on Saturday night and went home and uh, didn't make it through Sunday. That's uh, our hearts and prayers go out to that family. And, uh, yeah, I wasn't familiar with him, but uh, everybody else was. They did a couple of pretty lengthy stories about him on Channel 7. I think I texted you that one was about to come on one time. But, uh, yeah, sorry about hearing about that. Yep. And, uh, like I say, I mean, that's, uh, but he was, a, he was one of our best race car drivers. Got along with everybody out there. And, I mean, that's... That's tragic. That's sad. All right, we're going to start up this afternoon. We're going to go up here to Harris Speedway. Uh, Pit Gate's going to open up at 3 p.m. Stands is going to open up at 3 p.m. Driver's meeting's going to be at 6.30. On the show tonight, we got the MMSA up there. That's Jamie Madison's division. It's going to be $1,500 to win. And uh, also on the schedule, going to be 602 late models. We're going to have the Renegade Crate Sportsman, $1,000 to win. We're going to have the Thunder Bombers, Pure Stock, Stock Front Wheel Drive, uh, the Future Race, and the Young Guns Race. And uh, a lot of good racing going to be up there at Harris Speedway. Plus, we're going to have over here at Cherokee Speedway, going to have a big show over there. And... Uh, over there, gates are going to open up at 4 p.m. today, and driver's meeting is going to be at 6.30, about 30 minutes earlier than what it's usually at, so uh, everybody pay attention there. Usually they have driver's meeting about 7, so I guess they want to kind of move this show along over at Cherokee Speedway. On your card over at Cherokee Speedway, we got the 604 late models. we got the front-wheel drive series. we got the super sportsman series. we got the street stocks over there. We got the Pro Fours, we got the Thunder Bombers, and we got the Young Guns over there. So a lot of good uh, racing going going over there. And uh, also see where they posted up that uh, somebody's donated some extra money. They're going to run uh, for the Super Sportsman Division and Street Stock. First place is going to pay a thousand dollars to win. Second's going to be five hundred. Third's going to be four hundred. So it's nice to see somebody kind of put yeah. up a little extra money for. Uh, Make it a good show. Yep. Which is always a good show. I mean, if it's like, but the money helps. Makes it a better show. Makes it a little bit better show. Yep. That's exactly right. So, uh, that's pretty much what we got going on in our local racing here. All right. Well, I haven't looked at the weather. Just I'm looking sky. at it right now. What's it like tonight? Uh, sun's supposed to come out here. Suppose sun's supposed to start peeking out about four o'clock. So, uh, looks like we're going to have a, and, uh. Everybody knows just cool weather on a dirt track. You don't, that's, that's what we was talking about that, about yep, Bristol and lot. stuff like that. But if we'd have a cool night up there at Bristol Speedway, you'd have seen a whole lot better racing going on up there. I'm looking at the radar right now, and there is some rain out there. But it is, as it usually is, coming from west to east. And uh, it looks like it's uh, breaking up like uh, right before it gets to Greenville County. So uh, I think we're going to be okay if it, if something does happen, I don't believe it's going to last too long. Well, put it this way. I have seen it where it's pouring down rain in Spartanburg. We load that race car up in the trailer, take it over towards Gaffney, and no yeah. sooner we get to the yellow mall, <laughs> it stops. Hey, that's fine. And, and that's we, that's and, great. And we have went over there and raced all night and got back in the truck, started coming back home, and picked that rain back up again. Something about that section right there, I don't know what it is. It's a hit or miss. But now when it does hit, 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've been there. I've been there for that. Uh, but speaking of uh, speaking of the devil, uh, have you load, thought about loading that car up and taking it someplace lately? Uh, no, I've I've been getting my boat ready. Uh, <laughs> what are you, are you out there talking about? A, I'm uh, a, out I, there in the lobby talking I'm, about fishing tournaments. My engine man called me this week, and since I've seen Wally come back in this renegade division, I might have to give him a call up and see if we can't change a little bit of our uh, horsepower around. We may have to go back and. What we used to have, limited sportsman division, yeah. we could run a 525 lift cam. In renegade division, you can only have a 425 lift cam. I might call my engine man up and see if we can't swap cams around just a little bit and see if we can't go. I don't like falling backwards. No. I like going forward. I understand. And uh, That would be a step back a little bit, right? Kind of, kind of going back to renegade division. We started out in renegade division, moved on up to limited sportsman and... Uh, I ain't gonna say it's uh, it's about about a second slower. So I don't know what Danny would be doing down the straightaways if yeah. it's a second slower. I might have to put a couple of hot dogs in the car with him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that sounds good. Um, that it? That's about it for our local racing. Okay. I'd like for all our people to get out there and help promote this deal. All right, we. Uh... Had a phone call coming in there, but uh, I, I don't know if that was Deb calling in or not. I was going to call her, but she's about six minutes early, so I just let it ring because I, um, I wanted you to. Because can. Huh? Because you can. Because I can, yeah. Um, we do like to have phone calls oh, you know, yeah. from time to time, but that, that wasn't the time. I'm looking at the results. I might as well get this out of the way right now uh, since Alan wrapped up, leaving me about five minutes. Because I don't know how much time I'll have at the end of the show to do this stuff. But uh, Martin Truex was your winner last week. Uh, Chase Elliott was second. Denny Hamlin, who actually was fading there pretty bad towards the last, as I remember now, was third. William Byron, fourth. Kyle Larson, fifth. Joey Logano, sixth. Christopher Bell, seventh. Tyler Reddick, eighth. Kevin Harvick, who just can't get it going this year, ninth. And uh, Kyle Busch was tenth. Kyle Busch, uh Struggling again, I think, yeah. out there. And, uh, you know, when you get back there kind of struggling a little bit, it's kind of hard uh, to get it straightened out. But don't get me wrong. They'll they'll get this thing straightened back out. Because uh, we had a local uh, dirt track driver, Johnson Davenport, a uh, year and a half ago. You didn't hear nothing out of him here lately. One at Bristol. One uh, night before last at Tyler County in West Virginia. So he's getting on a roll. Let's take a chance and see who this is. All right. Works for me. Start your engines. Hello? Hello, it's hey. Deb. Hey, Deb. Uh, hey. You're about five minutes early. You want <laughs> But you wanna... we'll still talk to you. <laughs> we'll talk to you. I didn't, I was oh, good. no, I just thought I would call early so you could put me on hold and do your station break or whatever you need to do. Okay, well... That's what we'll do then. We got a new director here. This is Deb Williams, and uh, but I didn't have a chance to play your. Opening. We need somebody to tell us <laughs> what to do. Yeah, we got Ronnie back. <laughs> we got Ronnie back in here today, so we're uh, we're just uh, a packed house. Well, I'll tell you what, I'm gonna put you on hold, Deb, and we will. Um, no, you just stay right where you are. Because if I put you on hold, I might lose you. Let's go ahead and take. <laughs> well, our... I can always call back. Well, I tell you what, let's just take our breaks right now and. Uh, you just hang on. Daughter. You just hang on, and we'll be with you in just a second. You're listening. To okay. <laughs> you're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports 1498.3 FM.
Ricky's Drive-In West and Little Rick's East on Asheville Highway are your go-to stops for chili dogs, cheeseburgers, and so much more. Right now, all combos are just $6, and all kids' meals are just $3. And it's easier than ever to take advantage of these deals with their convenient drive-thru. Do you have a big appetite or several mouths to feed? Ask for the drive-thru special. Ten hot dogs, a large fry, and a gallon of tea for just $22.99. Ricky's Drive-In West on Blackstock Road and Little Rick's East on Asheville Highway. The drive-thru is open. Where's the greatest return on your tax dollars? Elite Audio, where we offer the best in car audio, video, navigation, and custom design systems that are one of a kind. If you're like me, you spend a lot of time in your car, so make it safe with hands-free Bluetooth and keep the kids entertained with a mobile video system. The look of your ride is just as important as how it sounds. We also do wheels, tires, and accessories. Over 80 wheels on display at Elite Audio on Asheville Highway in Spartanburg. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram and check us out on the web at EliteAudioOnline.com. You dream it, we build it. We are The home of the South Carolina Gamecocks is Fox Sports 1400. WSBG Spartanburg. This is all I can hold us back. at 98.3. Business owners, have product or material you need moved, shipped, stored? Upstate Logistics in Spartanburg has the expertise in transportation and warehousing you're looking for in Spartanburg County and beyond. For over a decade, Upstate Logistics has provided businesses with storage and logistics services, including inbound and outbound rail shipments. Upstate Logistics, proud to be a part of our community, serving Spartanburg County and beyond since 2005. Upstate Logistics, keeping your business and inventory moving forward. To find out more, visit UpstateLogistics.com. That's UpstateLogistics.com. Keep it here all baseball season long for the Braves, Gamecocks, and just a bit outside. He tried the corner and missed. Just a bit outside, presented by Phillips and Law in Fuel of Chesney as a new day and time. All four. Anthony Greer and Jordan Farrell will recap all the action on the diamond after the Gamecocks wrap on Sundays. All eight. Right here on your home for local baseball coverage. Well, how can these guys lay off pitches that close? Fox Sports 1498.3 FM. Speedy Lube and Inman says to save time is to lengthen life for you and your car. Let Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway, and Inman lengthen the life and performance of your vehicle. Speedy Lube offers professional ASC certified mechanical service for your car. Be it an oil change, AC work, tires, brakes, front end, or any type of major or minor repair. Trust Speedy Lube in Inman. Open weekdays from 8 till 6. For fast, fair, and friendly service, visit Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway in Inman. Think of it as a delicious, delightful, delectable dilemma. See, right now at McDonald's, it's your choice. Either the cheesy McDouble or the six-piece chicken McNuggets. Or maybe you should go with the new hot and spicy McChicken sandwich or the perfectly golden small fries. Yep, any two for $3. Mix and match your faves. And all you have to do is choose. Um, you do have to choose. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. Valid when product served. a good try. <laughs> Deb, that's three weeks in a row. Your your music, your your opening didn't play, and I don't know what's the matter with it. But anyway, I'm glad you called in early. Reckon, reckon it could be operator malfunction. Deb Williams is trackside and ready to go. What's going on at this week's big race? Now let's go live to Deb. 
I guess I just had to wake it up. Good morning, Deb. <laughs> How are you? There you go. Yeah, that's exactly good morning. Well, that's exactly what it is. Well, I pulled up the icon and I clicked on it and didn't do anything and then it started on its own. So anyway, we'll work on that. That's, that's technology for you. Uh, no, that's the nut behind the wheel, I think, uh, that, that doesn't know what he's doing. Uh, great to hear you, Deb. We got Ronnie back in the, in the uh, studio with us for the first time in over a year and he's one of the first things he said was, I'm looking forward to talking to Deb. Oh, absolutely. Oh, I, I've good. missed talking to you. I miss talking to you, too. So that's good. I'm glad you're back, Ronnie. Well, I, uh, I'm beyond my two-week period of my second shot, so I feel like I'm pretty safe. Yeah, yeah. That's. Uh, I tell you, when I got that second shot, I was like, free at last, free at last. Thank God I'm free at last. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, I think Greg had his second one this week, too. Well, Deb, how was it up at uh, Martinsville? I know had a little weather problem again, but uh, it, it um, was pretty busy last Sunday with the uh, two series going. A little weather problem does not even begin to explain what Martinsville <laughs> was like. Well, give it a shot. And... I mean, I mean, it was. Usually getting in bed at 2 in the morning and getting back up and calls check-in was at 5 and 5.30 for the media. And then on, let's see, it was Friday, I believe, when um, I got there and they had had a lightning strike. Oh, man. And everything was shut down. So there were one, two, three, four, five, and eventually six rows of cars sitting there waiting to be screened of competitors, crew people, media. And, of course, when they have a shutdown due to a lightning strike, then that takes it. That stops everything for 30 minutes. Well, we would just be approaching the 30-minute mark. And there would be another lightning strike within five miles or seven miles, whatever it is. That's the way it so is. So that meant sitting there for another 30 minutes. Yeah. So all of us were sitting there in our cars for two and a half hours mm. waiting for them to reopen everything so we could get screened to get to our workstations. And we could hear the jet dryers on the track. And... Man, you talk about moving people through. They opened up three screening lines, and I've never seen screening go so fast <laughs> as it was going to get everybody through there. And it was so funny because when we hit the rain delay during the Xfinity race, um, one of the Xfinity drivers sent out a tweet and said that uh, he had they were going to have to do something fast. He was running out of snacks in the transporter. <laughs> And Daniel Hemrick answered him back and said, I ran out of snacks sitting in the car for two and a half hours waiting for screening. <laughs> and then, of course, in reference to Ty Gibbs asking for peanut butter and crackers during a pit stop at day, <laughs> during the Daytona road course race, somebody tweeted and said, well, you could go check with Ty and see if he's got any peanut butter and crackers. So, <laughs> that sounds like But uh... it was it was some long hours. And then having the two races... On Sunday, it was like 9.15 when I left the media, the press box, Sunday night. 
normally it's a two-hour drive home. Well, I got just south of Salisbury, and the four lanes of 85, the three left lanes were closed, and they were all condensed into one lane. Oh, wow. And so it was backed up and stopped. And I went, I'm not dealing with this. And I just hopped off the exit. I knew a back road I could take to get to Concord. So that's what I did. It was a little after midnight when I got home. I so. think I-85's got it in for you, Deb, because I, I was going <laughs> to make the comment that, that, uh, that uh, waiting to get screened sounded about as exciting as your nine-hour trip from Concord to Atlanta a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, and I thought, well, I could take a nap. And then I thought, <laughs> no, if I take a nap, they'll start the... And I'll miss starting the car, and I'll back everybody up, and everybody will start pulling around me. So, but um, yeah, I thought you know if I had a book, I could read a book. So, well, I've written a few. Uh, I'll take one of those. That, that'll well, put, that'll yeah, put I had you to a sleep. book with me. It was just I had a book with me. It just wasn't with me in the car. Oh, okay. But, hey, uh, um, yeah. Speaking of the Xfinity race, tell us a little bit about. Uh, Josh Berry, who, uh, boy, he was one happy, happy fellow when uh, that race was over. Oh. And I know a little bit about him, that he races for Junior, and I think they met online. But uh, have you met him, and what do you think? That is just a fantastic story. And when Dell Jr. came on the Zoom conference and just all his emotion just boiled over and he talked about not being able to watch the final laps, and then when Josh won, he was crying, and everybody was crying at the house and because it had been so long coming, and it's just a fantastic story in that Dale brought Josh Berry to Mooresville from Hendersonville, Tennessee, to compete in his late model, and at, at that time... His brother-in-law, uh, L.W. Miller, Kelly Earnhardt Miller's husband, was running Dale Jr.'s late model program. Well, L.W. got involved in some other things, and so then Dale put Josh Berry in charge of the late model program. And he's taken the late model program to a national powerhouse and last year won NASCAR's weekly racing series national championship. Wow with Dale Jr.'s late model program. And, you know, he's this really well-known, fantastic superstar on the short track in the Cars Tour and NASCAR's Weekly American, uh, the Weekly Series. So he's well-known in short track racing. And Dale Earnhardt Jr.'s faith in him, he wanted to be able to give him an opportunity to move up into one of NASCAR's top three national touring series. And as Dale said, it's just been much longer coming than he anticipated, than they all hoped for. But they felt like with Josh winning at Martinsville, it just validated everything they had done and the sacrifices that had been made. Absolutely. And, you know, he's not a driver that was born with a silver spoon, which was my lead on my story. He's not a silver spoon driver. And even he said that, you know, he didn't come from a family with money, that he didn't have the money to race beyond Legends cars in Nashville. So if Dale Earnhardt Jr. had not taken the step that he did and brought him to Mooresville and, and put him in the late model program, 
you know, we probably still wouldn't know about Josh Berry unless you're a big short track racer or into the short tracks. Deb, and, uh, how many mm-hmm. uh, how many starts has he had in uh, in Xfinity? I, I I don't know if he ran maybe one or two previously, but I I never heard of him before this year. Yeah, I was familiar with him from the short tracks, and um, I want to say it was. It's been less than two dozen. I'm safe in saying that. I can't remember yeah. if it's around a dozen or 15. Or, or Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I can take that back. That was his 14th start. There you go. I jogged your memory. Yeah. I remember, I, I remember writing that and <laughs> that he had been 13 races, Xfinity races, and that was his 14th start in Xfinity Series. Well, that was a pretty quick, so. pretty quick. I mean, I know it took him a long time overall to get there, but, you know, winning in your 14th starts pretty good. Yeah, but he said, you know, because he's so well-known on the short tracks, and that is his area of expertise, that he knew he had to win on a short track. And basically, he felt to validate himself because he said he's, he's 30 years old and he's supposed to be winning. And so that was, I think, a relief. But what I think a lot of people don't realize is how much Dale Earnhardt Jr., wants to help young drivers, and they don't realize that Dale Earnhardt did not hand Dale Earnhardt Jr. his racing career in the early days. I mean, he and Kerry shared a um, mobile home, and, yeah, Dale had employed people to help Dale Jr. at a racetrack, but Dale Jr. had to work on the car, and he had to tow the car to the track himself, and uh, you know, I think it's very admirable of him that what he would really like to do, as he would say, in a perfect world, he would like to go around the country and find these really good drivers that don't have the financial means to get to the next level and bring them in and bring them up through the truck series and then the Xfinity series to the cup series and give that type of opportunity to them. And he said, you know, it's like his dad always told him that there's 43 drivers out here every week, but there's thousands all over this country that will never get the opportunity. Yeah. Um, Deb, before we get any further along here, let's let's get our picks in. We didn't do it last week, and Ronnie's mad about it because he always picks Truex, and he's the only one that's picked. <laughs> a, he's the only one that's picked a winner so far this year. So uh, I'll let you go next. Uh, but Ronnie has already picked Truex. Lanny took okay. uh, Logano. Greg Moore took Kyle Busch, and I stuck with uh, um, Chase Elliott. So you got the rest of them to choose from. Okay, well, two of the ones I was going to pick have already been taken, so I'll go with Brad Keselowski. Okay, Brad Keselowski. And I, maybe next week we'll, because, uh, I mean, I, Lanny usually, you know, sends me his. Sometimes he even sends it on Friday, and Ronnie does too, but maybe we'll make them wait a little bit so you can so you can have no, the whole field No, I don't pick mind. <laughs> Well, it, it's, I don't mind. There's so much at stake here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Alan, who do you like? I think I'll take Kyle Larson up there. Okay, number five. And uh, he's already put 11 down for Jada. Jada is uh, Alan's daughter, and she's come on the show a lot of times. She's even been a co-host once, So, uh, uh, but we haven't had her in a while. She's uh, 
she's a real good lady, and uh, we always let her pick. So, all right, that's, uh, let's see if we can, uh, out of seven picks, get it right this week on the, uh, up at Richmond. Um, well, I think we've got the uh, seven of the most recent winners at Richmond. So, that one of us is bound to hit hit it in that. That's what you'd think. But uh, anyway, it'll and be a... Alan just brought something up to us. What's that? that? That Harvick has been getting so close to having a good finish, you think it might be about time for him to get one. What do you think, Deb? Well, Harvick's uh, he's, well, he's sort of underperformed. I mean, it's getting closer. What I find interesting is that they're saying the reason they're not performing like they did last year is because of the way that NASCAR has changed and tightened its inspection procedures this year, and it has something to do around the rear wheel wheel well. So I think once they get that figured out and um, realize where they can get their advantage back again or whatever, I think once they get that issue resolved, then you'll see Kevin Harvick back up there. But the interesting thing is, you know, when you look at the Stuart Haas group, Kevin Harvick is really the only one that seems to be making consistent uh, gains each week. Right. Well, they uh, uh, who, who's in the forty-one? Briscoe? <laughs> that? Uh, no, the forty-one is um, Cole Custer. Cole Custer. It? Cole Custer and uh, and yeah. Almarola in the other car. And Almarola's yeah, he, and Chase he, Briscoe went into the fourteenth. The fourteenth. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Right. So they're all uh, they're mm-hmm. all there with uh, Stuart Haas. And and speaking of Tony Stewart, let me ask you this real quick. Um, How's that series coming along that he's trying to get started with the with the old timers in it? Well, it seems, and you can't really call it the old timers because some of the drivers who are competing in it, like Elio Castroneves, is still competing, you know, on a regular basis. Now, I guess if he but, can climb, um, a, climb a fence and drive a, one of those Daytona prototypes, you're right. He's uh, he might be a little long in the in the tooth, but he uh, yeah, he's still very competitive no, at the top not. level, huh? Being in your 40s is not long in the tooth. <laughs> okay. Hey. Well, when you got people, uh, you know, in their teens, you know, coming up pretty soon, it's, you know, you, you've been around a while if you're in your 40s. I didn't mean anything bad well, about it. <laughs> yeah. It, uh, but, no, it seems to be coming right along. You know, it's strictly a series made for TV. Right. And, of course, CBS uh, has a contract on it, and... His business partner in that is Ray Everham. So when does it start? Do you know? Pardon? When does it start? Do you know? I think it's June. Okay. I think it's June when it starts because I know they just announced some more drivers in it uh, last last week. The week going into Martinsville, and it uh, it's definitely going to be interesting. But what I find interesting too is I don't know if a lot of people realize this, but Ray Everham. long before he came to Hendrick, he worked at the International Race of Champions, the IROC series. Yeah, he's told us about that a few times. That's right. Yeah. So I'm sure that since he's overseeing the preparation of the cars and all, that he kind of feels at home. But the interesting thing that's 
of why he did. Did he tell you why he went to work at the IROC series? Uh, you know, I believe he did, but I can't remember what he said. It was a couple of years ago. Well, it was because the Everham was a modified driver. Right, he got hurt. Very successful modified driver. Yeah, he had three head injuries, and then he nearly got killed in a fiery crash at Martinsville on the backstretch. But he wanted to drive open wheel. Well, of course, Roger Penske was the businessman behind the IROC series. Mm-hmm. So Ray thought that if he could get a job at IROC, he could get to know Roger and could get him to drive one of Roger's Indy cars. But the funny thing was that when he first went to work to apply at IROC, he had full beard and long hair and all. And, um, Barb Signori, Jay Signori's wife, who ran it with Jay, Barb told him to go back and get a haircut and shave and then come back and talk to her. <laughs> well, I tell you what, it's uh what are they what are they racing? Do you know what type of car? Uh, I'm not really sure. I should, but I don't uh, okay. uh, know off the top of my head. Well, we'll get into that more as it gets a little closer because I'm I've interested. I've just paid in... more attention to the name of the series than than what they were uh, racing. I... And I'm not, Mike Arning would be very upset with me because I get a press release from Mike Arning all the time on it. So, sorry, Mike. That's okay. Well, I'm sorry I called them geezers or whatever I did. But anyway... Yeah, uh, long in the tooth. Long in the said. tooth. Okay. Well, Deb, we're going to let you go because we're up against the break, and uh, we got Bobby Allison after the top of the hour. So uh, it's great having you on. Uh, glad you don't have any uh, big traffic jams this week to put up with, and you'll be at Darlington. Uh, is that your next race? Yes, and I was looking here um, that uh, Superstar Racing Experience is the name of it. It will run on six consecutive Saturday nights in prime time, beginning Saturday, June twelfth at eight p.m. Okay, good on CBS. On CBS, and um, let's see, your six the announcers will be Lindsay Larnicky, Alan Bestwick, Brad Doherty, and Matt Yoakum. Um, okay, and Deb. Well, I got anyway. The the driver analyst will be Danica Patrick, James Hinchcliffe, and Dario Franchitti. Okay, well, that sounds like that's some pretty big names there. Look, I got twenty seconds for the commercial. So, uh, Deb okay, is okay. Tra- well, I was going to tell you the name of the car in a few minutes, but uh, uh, go ahead and go. We'll get it. Yeah, I have to, or it's going to go without whether I like it or not. <laughs> Thank you, Deb. You're great, and uh, we'll talk you. to you next week. Okay, sounds good. All right, thank Have you, a Deb. Good weekend. You too. Mm-hmm. Who is she? What? Oh, smartest racing woman I know. <laughs> okay, I think we might have just started a new uh, a new thing there. But we're going to come back after the top of the hour with Bobby Allison. This is Start Your Engines. The home of the Spartanburg Vikings is Fox Sports 1400. WSPG Spartanburg. Now on FM at 98.3. We are Fox Sports! And 
here's what you need to know. Adrian Wojnarowski reported today that an MRI on the sprained right ankle of Utah Jazz star Donovan Mitchell revealed no structural damage. He is expected to miss several games. On the court Friday night, Julius Randle scored 44 in the Knicks 117-109 victory at Dallas. The Knicks on a five-game winning streak, their longest winning streak in seven years. In the NFL, the man who filed a criminal assault complaint earlier this week against Los Angeles Rams star defensive lineman Aaron Donald has now recanted his claim and apologized. His attorney saying his client mistook Donald for his attacker outside of a Pittsburgh nightclub early last Sunday morning. In Major League Baseball Friday night, the Dodgers prevailed over the Padres in 12 innings, 11-6. to Corey Seager of the Dodgers, the go-ahead home run in the top of the 12th, starting the game's decisive five-run run. A few years back, when we were ready to reopen the station, the water pipes burst, putting thousands of dollars of equipment in danger. That was one stressful evening, but one phone call to Thomas McGuire and PuroClean, the paramedics of property damage, and our stress disappeared. PuroClean rolled in, took charge, and rescued the station from severe water damage. Since then, I've used PuroClean at my house. You should do the same. Whether you're faced with fire and smoke damage, a flooding basement, or need carpet or upholstery cleaning, do what I do. And that's called 285-3530 for PuroClean. Hey everyone, this is Ben Ingram. Wake up weekday mornings with Tyler Sugart on Bump and Run from 7 to 9 a.m. Right here on Spartanburg's home for the Atlanta Braves, Fox Sports 1498-3 FM. Providing for and protecting your loved ones is never more critical than when you aren't there to do so. Many people are under the impression that establishing a will is the first and last step to estate planning. That is why developing a formal estate plan can be one of the most important things you will ever do for them. A comprehensive estate plan can help you preserve and protect your wealth, control who receives your assets, and ensure that your wishes are carried out. Working with our estate planning experts, Trent Lancaster in the Spartanburg office of Jannie Montgomery Scott can help you prepare an estate plan. Contact Trent today to discuss your estate planning needs by calling 864-585-8282. That's 864-585-8282. Or visit TrentLancaster.com. Jannie Montgomery Scott, LLC. Member FINRA, NYSE, and SIPC. There's a new sandwich shop in downtown Spartanburg. It's the Sandwich Shop. Sam and Mitch are two local guys making roast beef, corned beef, and meatballs in-house. They pile it up high to build French dips, and meatball subs. I know Sam and Mitch, and I can tell you, you're looking for a couple of ringers for your best ball foursome. I never slide. Look elsewhere. But if you're looking for great sandwiches, take advantage of the free parking at City Hall and visit the Sandwich Shop, 201 Wall Street, downtown Spartanburg. The Hub City Farmer's Market is open every Saturday from April 3rd through December 11th. The Hub City Farmer's Market features fresh local produce, meat, and dairy products. You can also pick up artisan crafts and bath and body products from local vendors. Every Saturday features live music and activities for the kids. Shop local with the Hub City Farmer's Market, part of the Northside Harvest Park at 498 Howard Street. Open Saturdays, 8 a.m. to noon, April 3rd through December 11th. 
Winning takes a strong team effort, and you'll win when you trust the Capazzi Glass Mart team for your commercial and residential glass needs. Storefronts, auto glass, safety glass for heavy equipment, window and insulated glass, patio doors and plexiglass, mirrors, expert repair service. Plus, Capazzi Glass Mart provides 24-hour emergency board-up service. Call the Capazzi Glass Mart team today at 583-6200. That's 583-6200. Capazzi Glass Mart, serving the upstate since 1975. Capazzi Glass Mart, helping your team win. Live from the Fox Sports 1498 3FM FM studios in Spartanburg, South Carolina. Gentlemen, start your engines. Impex Pre-Owned presents Start Your Engines. Find your next car, truck, or SUV at Impex Pre-Owned on Asheville Highway in Boiling Springs and ImpexPreOwned.com. Here's your racing team for today. Show producer, Ronnie Black. Author and veteran motorsports journalist, Deb Williams. Local action from winning car builder and owner, Alan Hill. Former NASCAR team manager and author, Greg Moore. And now, here's your host for Start Your Engines. Racing historian and author, Harry Allen Wood. And welcome back to the second hour of Start Your Engines on Fox Sports 1400. And it is my great pleasure to introduce one of our uh, favorite guests to have on the show. We have him every year and uh, Hall of Famer, multiple Daytona 500 winner, Southern 500 winner, uh, IROC champion, Mr. Bobby Allison. Good morning, Bobby. Good morning. How are you guys doing? We're doing great. Yeah, Bobby, I appreciate you taking that time to talk to us. I understand you up there where they got a car show going on. How's the weather up there? Uh-huh. It's gorgeous. It's really pretty up here. Yeah, that's good. That's good. But yeah, we, we enjoy talking to you about uh, so much because you've done uh, so many things in cars. And what was Ronnie? Ronnie had looked up a stat earlier. Well, said, I, I just got a call from a, a friend of mine who's also a longtime listener to our show, one of our most faithful listeners. And he said that he had read somewhere that you were the only NASCAR driver to have won a race in a Ford. Chevy, Chrysler, and American Motors car. Is, is that true? I think it must be pretty close. You know, out of my 85 wins, I end up having uh, well, uh, nine different brands that I drove to a NASCAR win, which I think that's pretty good. That's amazing. Throw, up, yeah. throw, uh, throw Thunderbird in there. I know it's a Ford, but it's uh, yeah, it's different. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure, but but uh, we had Chevy, Ford, Dodge, Plymouth, uh, a Pontiac, a Buick, and, and Ramble. The only thing I didn't, yeah, yeah, and AMC, and, <laughs> um, and I won one race in a Mustang. Yeah, but they didn't count that one. They cheated you out of it, didn't they? Well, it, they they did cheat me out of it. Trying to still keep cheating me out of it, but I'm trying to get that turned around because it was a true win in NASCAR. I know. We'll vote in your favor. We, we've yeah. been talking about that, and what's bad, you know, you got you got two or three drivers just right around that yeah. mark, around that 83 or 84 mark, and I, I think Bobby is above them. You know, well, yeah, they flat, robbed, they flat know, robbed him of a race. I mean, he, he's had a Mustang down there. 
It was a 302. Didn't have no power or nothing. And this dusted them. Now, when they give you the checkered flag and everything, I thought that meant you won the race. Now, what NASCAR come up with, I don't know. Maybe maybe, yeah. maybe the other guys way had something, something to say with it. Well, um, there's a chance that maybe guys way did have an effect on that, too. But uh, Bill Jr. could have turned that thing around. And uh, he didn't get around to it. That, uh, and then he passed away. So what do we do about that? But, uh, you know, I um, got to run that thing. And talking about it being a Grand American car, uh, Tiny Nunn won two in his Camaro, which was the equivalent to that Mustang. And both of his count. Uh, it doesn't make so, any uh, sense. <laughs> it makes no yeah, sense at all. It doesn't make any sense, does it? Well, no. just, just an arbitrary decision. It's, you know, it's... Yeah. I'm getting mad yeah. just thinking about it. <laughs> I was in a good mood till we got on this subject. Bobby, you uh <laughs> yeah. you 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 Me drove Bobby ev- still mad about it. <laughs> <laughs> you drove everything and we've yeah. talked about your indie uh exploits before and uh, of course you uh you came up through the short track uh down in Hialeah, Florida and I used to I lived in Miami for a few years uh-huh. there before, before they closed that track and uh I mean, everybody talks about uh, Bobby Johns and Red Farmer and uh, and Bobby Allison all running down there at Hialeah. Yeah, we did that. Um, actually, when I was trying to get started running places, uh, I rode uh, different places all all around Florida, including I don't know if you all know it, but there was a speedway in Key West called Stock Island Speedway. No, I did I not know that. Was, I. Actually I raced at Stock Island Speedway a few times. That was quite a deal, too. But, uh, you know, up on the old galley and, uh, of course, West Palm Beach and, and uh, Hollywood Speedway and then the uh, second Hollywood Speedway. And, uh, you know, I raced lots of places around there. And, uh, got to win a lot of the short track races. I really enjoyed that. Travel around and raced uh, in between the Grand Nationals. I'd I go someplace there with Greg and and Bud Moore's gang and and I practice the the Grand National car and jump my airplane and fly to some little town five hundred miles away and run my short track car see if I could pick up a few dollars spending money yeah and I, uh, did a lot of those kind of things had a good time you know I I remember I was. <laughs> In a previous life, I, I was a truck driver, and I was out in El Paso or someplace one time and saw you go hauling by. I don't know where you'd been. I got no idea, but it was, a, I believe it was a Camaro, or it was a red and gold number 12, and it was, it was you going by. And I said, wow, he is way out of <laughs> this deep yeah, south I, now. I raced it out there in West Texas and in, uh, 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 oh, New Mexico, even. Yeah. Uh, and Phoenix, Arizona. And then I went to Australia, but I had to get on a boat to do that. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking to Bobby Allison, the Hall of Famer. Um, you know, speaking of the Hall of Fame, it, it had to do your heart good to see uh, Red Farmer get inducted into the Hall of Fame last year. Absolutely. You know, uh, Red Farmer, I worked for him when I was a teenager. And uh, then when I discovered how good racing was in Alabama, I went back down to South Florida and got him, brought him back up to Alabama. And he still lives there, and he is now 94 years old. Good grief. And he's still racing. Yeah. 
We talked to him last year when he, when he got in the Hall of Fame, and he was in the garage tuning up his car for uh, the short track at Talladega. Yeah, he loves that place. Yeah, we could, we could, Bobby, we could hear the tools and stuff in the background. He was actually talking to us, and like I say, at ninety four yeah. years old, and uh, yep. he was talking to us while he was working on his car. I didn't think anybody knew how old he really was. He tried not to tell anybody, but one time his wife gave him a birthday party, and uh, he gave him a shirt and a hat and a cake that all said double nickel on it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have. I happened to be 45 years old when that was happening, so uh, that makes him uh, 10 years older than me back then, and now I'm 83, and he just had his birthday here a week or two ago, and it uh, makes him 94. Wow. Uh, and, and Alan Hill, who's sitting here with us, uh, his uh, brother's Mike Hill that worked for Junior Johnson for a long time, but uh, he showed uh -huh. me some. He showed me some pictures of uh, uh, Red had some storm damage down there uh, when all those tornadoes and everything went through a few weeks ago. Are you still in yeah. Alabama? Did you have any damage? Actually, I'm I'm in North Carolina now. I live at Mooresville. Okay, um, but my daughter Bonnie lives in our place there in, in Hueytown. And that was probably about three or four blocks from where that tornado hit. Mm, wow. She did not have any serious damage. She had some, some tree limbs and stuff like that that blew around, but but uh fortunately no other no serious damage. Well that's yeah. good to hear. That's close. That's close. That, that's spooky. But I'm I'm glad everything worked out. Uh mm -hmm. you know, Bonnie's deal and everything. But yeah, we've had some pretty yeah. messed up weather. But uh, what? Yeah, for sure. What? Tell us about the. You know, we finally we've all talked about dirt track racing, and you've done a heck of a lot of it more than most of the other drivers and everything. But what do you think about the dirt on Bristol? Well, over there, at Bristol. Yes. I, yeah, you know, I was concerned. I went to that race. Oh yeah. Uh, I thought. I thought the dirt was going to tear off of that pavement uh, pretty bad, and it did not. It stayed really good. It got that bump. One uh, couple of bumps come off of four there, and, but it stayed really good, and those guys were able to race on it really good. Uh, I I enjoyed the race. I really did. Well, I, I did, too, and uh, if they just hadn't had the weather problem, because, you know, uh, the oh, what a shame that was, yeah. You know, with, with rain and stuff, uh, they got it down pat on asphalt how to dry them out if you got a, a so-called NASCAR window in the, in the mm -hmm. Doppler radar. But uh, with dirt tracks, it, 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 it's more difficult. You got your car. Uh, but that was, uh, a, yeah, that was, that was a flood. Really amazed how, how good they did, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I, listen, thought, I thought it was some of the things I noticed in it was that at times, like at a dirt track, it was really hard to see on the TV cameras. How was it in person? Yeah. It, it was, uh, that part really wasn't too bad. The, inside, the, the cameras where they could clean them pretty quickly and uh, they were uh, close enough to give you a good shot of the action, but also close enough they could still get some dirt on them. But they had them fixed pretty good where they could uh, keep them clean and 
all us to get a good view of what was going on. Bobby, we like to talk a lot about Spartanburg, and uh, you drove for three different car owners here, and uh, with Cotton Owens and Mario Rossi and Bud Moore, and so you, you spent a lot of time yeah. in Spartanburg, didn't you? Yeah, I sure did. You know, I just, uh, you know, went there anywhere I could get a good ride and, and try to get my career straightened out and headed all the way in the right direction. Uh, so I, I bounced around, uh, did the, did the best with Bud Moore. Uh, you know, Bud was, he just was a special person to me and, and, uh, really fixed the cars good for me and, um, the cars were were good good cars. In fact, all three of the cars were, were, were good cars. But uh, I had a little problem with the the uh, owners and crew chiefs for adjusting them for me sometime. But Bud Moore did exactly what I asked for every time. Well, yeah, that was really what Bobby. What I think yeah. the old combination was. You know, we were talking about motors and and you know what the layout on on the AMC and the Chevrolet and the Chrysler and the Ford. And basically, we had the most unaerodynamic and straight line by 83 horsepower out of the wind tunnel. But yeah. we did figure we did figure we would help it a little bit by closing that window in, which had uh, that was about the only advantage we had. So what it amounted to is, is Bobby just run wide open everywhere. I mean that that's literally yeah. that's literally the truth. Yeah. And and at Ontario, he 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 could come off of the, the of the exit turn on the back stretch, on the front stretch at Ontario, and he would get through that turn wide open. Well, if you go through that turn wide open, he comes by the straightaway. Yeah. Everything looks like he's running about three hundred mile an hour. Well, he got <laughs> through the corner, <laughs> and yeah. he'd come by. And, yeah, I, I, I really enjoyed that Ontario track for sure. But you know. Bobby always run good for everybody he drove for. He won races yeah. in his own yeah. cars, in Junior's cars, in Mario Rossi's cars. The list just goes on. His own cars, Winsky's car, yeah. Bud Moore, Cotton Owens, and, and run real good in Rossi's car. I mean, he just the list goes on yeah. and on. And uh, I'm just thankful I was a part to be be part of that. That deal with the Bud Moore Bobby Allison combination because it, yes, it was yes, certainly we, a lot of we fun. had a good deal. Worked, worked out yeah. real good, and we, we were behind eight ball on a lot. You know, we were short on parts and and yeah, and uh, we, we were not short on work. Uh, yeah, work, 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 and get that <laughs> yeah, thing. Yeah, we done. Yeah, really, I, I had really a, right. Well, usually when they start all that work, it's like when you come down there at Daytona and Bobby's leading 125 miler and got everybody's jaws hanging out the way the way he's running uh, and running real good and wrecks the car up and everything. Well, they said we got to get this thing going. Well, maybe that's what it needed because that was one of the well, most exciting turned, Daytona 500s when he well, came from the back all the way to the front. Well, yeah, but uh, War Buddy Baker yeah. out. Well, but the biggest thing was is I, uh, you know, Harold Stott and Doug Williams, and I'm trying to think who else, Daddy, and a couple yeah. others. They were doing the work. I went and hid. <laughs> I think I went up the truck and hid and found me a pizza or something. But uh, yeah, well, Bobby knows the way it was. But I did. I yes, did yes. come up with some good ideas. Some great, things. great effort and, and great attitude. Uh, it was so good for me. 
and uh, you know, just <clears throat> the very last race we had there, you know, we leading Ontario. That would would have been, uh, I guess, that would have been my third or fourth win at Ontario, and then I only ran nine races there. Um, but anyway, uh, we won that the the previous race, and then leading that last race there at Ontario, and run over something coming off turn four and had to go all the way around the track on a flat tire and, yeah. and lost lost that race but uh, I thought a lot about that you know having such a good three years with Bud Moore really uh, really always has meant a lot to me you know Bobby that, that same particular race we feel the same way about it as you do and I think mm-hmm. it was probably about one of the only times Bobby ever said anything you know, you know, he he just mm-hmm. comes off the radio and he says, "But do you believe this such and such or what and what has got a flat tire?" <laughs> well, Bobby, what do you? Just, you're, uh, just, you're now you're out. Um, obviously, you're in demand to to go to these car shows and things like that. And uh, so, what do you? Is that you're up at a car show now? Where are you? I'm up in. Uh, uh, the, the show is at Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. Oh, okay. Say hello to Dolly for and, me. Uh, well, I, I will. I will. <laughs> I'll, I'll say hello to Dolly for me too. <laughs> well, Bobby, you. we got a. You got one more thing, Ronnie? No, I'm good. I'm good. Okay. Well, Bobby, thank yeah, you so much good. for coming on. We love having you on, and we could talk to you all day. And I, I'd love to hear more about. Uh, Especially with Bud Moore, but uh, uh, you know, just the Spartanburg yeah. Spartanburg stuff really really excites us, and we uh, we appreciate yeah. you taking the time out to come on. I know it's uh, you have to go out of your way to do it, and, and don't think we don't appreciate it. Well, and I appreciate you guys too, for sure. It's always fun for me to talk to you guys, and uh, I had lots and lots of good times, and I had all the good times I had. Bud Moore and his group are all the way at the top of that list. That's great. That's what we'd like to hear. Thank you, Bobby. You stay safe, and uh, we'll talk to you again next year. Okay, good deal. All Thank right. you. Thank yeah. you very much. Thank you, Bobby. What a great interview, Bobby Allison. They just don't get any nicer. And, uh, just a great guy. Yeah. He's I mean, a, he, he's somebody you like to know away from the track. Well, that's what I said. I don't know anybody that doesn't like Bobby Allison. No. But the thing is, he could build motors. Yeah. He, he could win in any kind of car. He can win in his own car. He can win in the Junior Johnson's car. He can win in a Holborn Moody's car. And, well, and, and they run real good in Rossi's car. Perry's got the stats. I mean, it's something unreal. Yeah, I own my phone over here. Yeah, but he, I tell you he, what, look, let's take our last break and come back and uh, touch on a few things before uh, PC plays a doubleheader. Yeah. So you're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports 1498.3 FM. Start Your Engines will be back after this quick pit stop on Fox Sports 1498.3 FM. Impex Pre-Owned is raising the bar in the car industry. Impex is a different kind of dealership, family-owned and operated. Jamie Nodine and his wife, Rita, are Boiling Springs natives and proud to be serving the Boiling Springs, Inman, and Spartanburg communities. Jamie handpicks every vehicle and posts the best prices up front at ImpexPreOwned.com. Find the car, truck, or SUV of your dreams at a price you can afford at Impex Pre-Owned. Asheville Highway, Boiling Springs. Don't just dream it, drive it at Impex Pre-Owned. 
The Fox Sports 1400 app is the best way to keep up with Spartanburg Sports Scene. Download it now by searching Fox Sports 1400, either at the Apple Store or via Google Play. You already know Palmetto Spirits is the place to go for wine, fine bourbons, and home bar essentials. But Palmetto Spirits is also the perfect place to pick up your favorite local craft brews like RJ Rockers, crowd pleasing Budweiser brands, and world famous imports like Stella Artois, Modelo, and Corona. Whether you're in search of the ideal wine pairing or the ideal gift, Jim and the staff at Palmetto Spirits will get it in your hands. Palmetto Spirits, located at the corner of Reedville and Anderson Mill Roads. Make Phillips and Long Fuel Chesney your source for propane in Spartanburg County. They offer propane for hot water heaters, cooking, and heat. They can fill your grill tank and get you ready for grilling season. Not only do they sell propane, but they sell a large variety of propane accessories such as grill tanks and other appliances that run on propane. If your propane tank is running low, call and we'll have it filled within one business day. Call them at 864-461-8511. That's Phillips and Long Fuel, located at 421 South Alabama Avenue in Chesney. Keep it here all baseball season long for the Braves, Gamecocks, and just a bit outside. He tried the corner and missed. Just a bit outside, presented by Phillips and Lawing Fuel of Chesney, has a new day and time. All four. Anthony Greer and Jordan Farrell will recap all the action on the diamond after the Gamecocks wrap on Sundays. All eight. Right here on your home for local baseball coverage. Why, how can these guys lay off pitches that close? Fox Sports 1498.3 FM. Image Printing is the only shop in the upstate that prints signage, decals, banners, t-shirts, wide format printing, full color paper printing, and offers graphic design services all in-house. And now Image Printing is offering custom t-shirts with no minimum quantity. That's right. Image Printing now offers direct-to-garment printing, which means you can get your design printed on a t-shirt, whether you want one or 1,000. Visit Image Printing at 845 California Ave, across the street from the Spartanburg County Detention Center. Call 864-583-8848. So you've heard me tell you these past few months about the best snack store in Spartanburg, Colonel Time. Well, now it's even better. Try over 80. That's right, 80 different flavors of the best sweet and savory popcorn I've ever had. They've got ice cream, chocolates, gummies, rock candy, and now they've got sauces and jellies. Did I mention ice cream cakes? This place has everything, and when we want to have a movie night at our house, or reward a good report card, or just want something sweet like our favorite, the Oreo popcorn, our family goes to Colonel Time on Reedville Road. And another one bites the dust, and uh, bum, bum, that's probably bum. whoever is running against Ernie Smith. Good morning, Ernie. Good morning, guys. How are y'all doing this morning? We're doing great. How hey, are you? Hey, Ernie. This is Ronnie. It's good to talk to you, man. It's been a while. Good to talk to y'all. Yeah, Ronnie took a vacation for about a year, and uh, he joined us back <laughs> for the first time. So what's going on up at Shadyside? What you going on with your car? Because Greg and I, I know it's next week. We're talking about coming up there. No, it's today. Oh, it's today. Well, yeah. Greg, <laughs> qualifying starts. Qualifying again. starts at one. Qualifying starts at one today. We've got eighty-eight cars signed in. Uh, you know, anybody out there listening, you still got time to get out here if you're a fan of old school. Any any people that remember the old Spartanburg Dragway, the old way drag racing supposed to be heads up, first guy gets there wins drag racing. They need to be up here in Boiling Springs, North Carolina, today. <laughs> well, that gummit, Greg. I thought it was next week. So, but it was. He he told us the eighteenth of April, a long time ago. Is it tomorrow also? Well, it was, uh, last night and today, but uh, 
right now there's uh looking if the weather don't kills us today we will run tomorrow okay it was the last night and today <laughs> All right. Well, how are but you? But we'll be back up here in the fall. <laughs> yeah, well, every time you come up there, I say we're going to come, and, and we haven't done it yet. So I really, I, I like to do what I say I'm going to do, and uh, I want to I wanna see it because I'd love to see uh, I'd love to see the vintage cars run. And uh, you, uh, you uh, how's it? how is it running? I know you've got one of our Fox Sports decals on there. Yep. We we made one shot last night practice. I mean, it was decent, nothing to ride home about, no record thing. But I found a few problems. Uh, you know, it's a whole brand new setup, and I found some problems in Florida, corrected them, and that created some more problems by putting more horsepower to it. So I crawled off under at about three thirty this morning. I had to redo some clutch stuff, some motor stuff. But we've got it. When I fired it up this morning, about nine thirty here, woke the neighbors up. Uh, <laughs> I think we got well. I think we got something to run with them today. Now that's the southeastern gassers, right? Is that the name of it? Southeast gassers. Southeast gassers, right? And, yep. And you're running. Uh, now I know you had a Henry J or something for a while there, and then you said something about a '58 Chevy. You, uh, yeah, I got a '66. I got a '66 Chevy two four door. That's right, four door. All right. Well, that's yes, sir. That way I can haul more stuff for the races. <laughs> well, and listen, that's the car that all of us, our families had, the four-door. There wasn't that many uh, Chevy two, two-doors two around here. Right. We have two running with us. I run one in the gas class. We have one running in Superstock. Well, we wish you the best. You know, we run three different gas classes, four different gas classes now. We run A, B, A, B and C gas, H gas, which is for four Four cylinders, six cylinders, a flathead V8s, and then we run a super stock class. So how have you been running up to now? You bringing home any uh, hardware? Well, I'm I'm hoping to. Like I say, I think we've got something now that can compete with them. Well, 88 I've, cars. How, how, many like different, says, how many different classes is that? 88 cars. That's a lot of cars. There's, I think there's 23 C-gas cars class I run in. Uh, I think it was 19 A-gas cars. Uh, 20, 25 or 26 B gas cars, and then uh, 20 something super stock cars. <laughs> Sounds like uh, quit bothering your dog. <laughs> uh, somebody opened the motorhome door and put some bread up in here, so yeah. he, he was guard, guarding his forward here. <laughs> he, he's guarding his daddy's stuff, and, and he, he, he's a fan too. He well, knows I thought he was getting jealous of you not giving him all of, of your attention. Or accolades, or you should have been bragging on him more and explaining how he made all this stuff happen as a pup. Well, because he keeps he keeps uh, falling. Everybody calm down, so you can do this. Well, Ernie, we're gonna right. have to let you go, and I, I I appreciate you coming on the show. And I, I I'm just really sorry I didn't know it was today. I can't I don't I can't get up there today. It's, it's, and I really wanted to go. I I, I told Greg this week. I said I it's next it. week. Let's go. Well, I told you the wrong date, so. Anyway, I ruined it. anyway, you well, didn't ruin it. I'll make sure we make it happen for the fall race. We'll make it happen for I, the fall. Hey, I thank you guys for all your support. I do want to say thank you to all my sponsors, Wings Etc., you know, Aces High Tattoo, uh, Greg Roberta, you guys. You know, I'm one of the little guys out here. I can't out money these dudes, but, you know, if I had a little money, a little bit more money help, I could run with any of them. But I say I laid here till 4 o'clock this morning underneath mine because I can't control them. Me out working them. 
Yeah. Well, yeah. I tell you what, you just call us anytime you want to. You got something to say. Uh, either let Greg know and we'll give you more time. And uh, you'd have more time today, but we're getting cut off in a few minutes for a PC uh, baseball doubleheader. So i um, got a few other things I need to do. But look, always great having you on the show and you just get in touch with us anytime. It's good to talk to you, Ernie. Hey, I, really, I really appreciate y'all having me. Uh, y'all have a good rest of your Saturday. And like I say, if there's anybody out there qualifying starts at one, you still got time to get up here to Shady Side Dragway. Okay, buddy. Good luck to you. Call me tonight, Ernie. I appreciate it. I will, Greg. See ya. All right, bye. Thank you, Ernie. Okay, that's Ernie Smith. And, uh, well, Greg, we let another one get through our fingers. Let me... Uh, Ernie's a good guy. I, I like talking to him. and I love his passion for the racing. Yeah, he, he, he really does. And he just... All he needs is just a little bit more money to give him a little bit. So you bit hear that money. out there, folks? <laughs> and like I say, if anybody's got a, got a nickel on him or whatever, uh, can throw his way. If you got a lot of money, send some to Jeremy too, because that's yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. We so, we're back in the, the little we're, guys we're, here. We're we're going for Spartanburg people. We're going we're going for Jeremy and and, and Ernie uh, and. Ernie and uh, okay, so let me touch on the point standings here. I went over yeah, the, the, the results from. Uh, Martinsville. The point standings after Martinsville, we got our first double winner, which is Martin Truex. So um, he is solidly in number one spot, then tied with one win apiece in this order based on stage points are Joey Logano, Kyle Larson, Ryan Blaney, William Byron, Christopher Bell, and Malcolm McDowell. Uh, Michael, I did it again, Malcolm McDowell from Clockwork Orange. It's Michael McDowell. And then uh, the, those that haven't won a race, and, and based on their stage points, are Denny Hamlin, Chase Elliott, Kevin Harvick, Brad Keselowski, Kyle Busch, Austin Dillon, Ricky Stenhouse, Chris Boucher, and Kurt Busch. With, uh, uh, well, a, a long way to go. You've still got Ryan Newman and Bubba Wallace and uh, Ryan Priest who are knocking on the door to get in that top uh, 16. Got some other racing going on this weekend. That uh, oh, for, let me give you the starting lineup for the Toyota Toyota Owners Four Hundred, and that is tomorrow for the Cup. Uh, Truex is on the pole. Denny Hamlin the second. Chase Elliott starting third. Byron fourth. Third row is Logano and Larson. Fourth row Blaney and Bell, and the fifth row is Harvick and Kyle Busch. And uh, there's a. Uh, Looks like 38 cars in all there. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. 30. Nope. Coming on down. No, we got to. Yeah. 38 cars in all. Austin Cendrick is driving again for Penske. So see what he can do out there. Um, then let me do real quickly, since we're running out of time, the uh, television. And once again, I, my printout, my printer didn't work. So I'm doing all of this on my phone. Today, um, you've got the Camping World at 12.30, pre-race, the race at 1.30. Uh, you've got IndyCar qualifying at 5.50 on the Peacock Network. And then tomorrow, you've got uh, the Formula One Emola Grand Prix, pre-race 7.30. The race is at 8.55. NASCAR Winston Cup at 2.30 with uh, the race at 3.00. An IndyCar pre-race at 3 and the race at 3.30. And uh, NHRA 
at 8 o'clock tomorrow night until 11. So the schedule's picking up there, Alan. Uh, yes, it is. And uh, is this the first IndyCar race that Jimmy Johnson's going to make his debut in? Oh, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, because he's running the road courses. And, uh, I mean, unless he's stuffed it like he had a problem with down there at Sebring and the, the Daytona prototype. So, yeah, this would be his first start. And that'll be a... So we're going to have to swap uh, speed dial on the... Oh, oh, oh yeah. yeah, I will be back and forth. I will be going back and forth. So a uh, lot of racing, and it's going to be a lot more as more series get get going. Uh, Xfinity's off this week. Trucks are today, and uh, we'll talk about all of that next week. Uh, Ronnie, it's great to have you back, buddy. Oh, listen, it's been so much fun, and I've missed seeing you guys. I miss talking to people. <laughs> I'm just I'm glad to be back. Well, I'm glad to see you instead of texting you all the time. Yeah, and. Greg, it's always good to have you here, and uh, thank you for getting us such a great guest, and uh, do it again next week. Yeah, we're going to do it again next week, and we're going to have as good a guest as we can get. And I'm not going to let y'all forget that I would have picked the winner last week. Well, uh, would or don't count. So <laughs> Alan's going to give you a, no, you don't, he don't get a half. That's a, <laughs> that would be, I'll take it. Yeah, uh-huh. I know you will, but no, uh, I like Deb, it. Deb seemed pretty uh, pretty certain that we can't miss this week. With uh, She said we had like the seven seven last winners there. And, uh, right. I mean, I she knows more about it than I do. So uh, she's probably right. But I think of course, there's listen, these young guys. We I, didn't I pick call the them all young guys. They're new guys that have won, won these races so far this year. We could be in the beginnings of the changing of the guard. Well... Seems like we are a lot of times, but you know what? Next week we might ought to pick two each because Talladega, you know, <laughs> uh, anybody can win down there, and that's the truth. Because get through with the big one, and and uh, all the first time winners that have come out of there, it's uh, um, it's just to shake them up and see who falls out first. So uh, we're going to take a break here in a few minutes. I see Alex Smith out here with his uh, Stay Awake products to. Getting through this uh, <laughs> double header. this double header of a uh, Presbyterian College baseball, and we will um, be well, back. Uh, we, we were saying earlier, baseball, a beautiful sport that I dearly love, but it's slow. And when you're running the board on a radio show for the baseball coverage, it's really slow. And then you got to do it twice. Yes. Okay. Hope there's no rain delay or anything. <laughs> Then Bite your tongue. Then he'd have to play music or sing or something. So uh, um, <laughs> it's great being back. We were off for a week. Hopefully that won't happen too much anymore. I don't know how much baseball they got left, but we still got to go up against the Gamecocks. And before you know it, they'll be teeing up the football. I hope that'll happen uh, this fall on schedule with, uh, you know, with a lot of football just ending. It's going to be starting again pretty soon. So, uh Natalie, get our table ready. We're on the way early. And by all means, keep it between the fences.
You've been listening to Start Your Engines. Tune in each Saturday morning at 10 during the season for the very latest in auto racing news, interviews, and guests from around the sport. To find out more or order Perry Allen Woods books on motorsports, visit McFarlandBooks.com. Start Your Engines has been a presentation of Fox Sports Spartanburg, LLC. All rights reserved. Let's go, let's go, let's go.